Warning. The We All Have an X Chromosome podcast contains strong language and contains themes that may not be suitable for a workplace environment or for younger listeners. We suggest wearing headphones if you choose to listen to this podcast in a workplace environment without headphones we are not responsible for any consequences that may happen. If your two-year-old's first word is the F-bomb, it's not our fault. Listener discretion is advised. We are the children, the children of Zion. We have been left here to defend humanity's right to exist. No matter what the machines believe, we belong here, at this place, at this time. And with that, I present this revolutionary love letter to those who came before. Let's go. They call me Beat Rider, but never no heat hider. But I'm digital, fighting wars no one's hit to. Matrix division that we're system point two. Called the one, the neo, the novice, the noose. Rick Trinity will execute. Between the viral agents flagrant, engaged, most basic of state to take. What to take, making model which coddle the nature of humanity. Basic profanities into the insanity that's branded. Spoilers, people! Did you know that Limp Biscuit predicted 2020? No human contact, and if you interact, your life is on contract. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. It's just one of those days. Hi, my name is Bill, and I still do not have COVID. I can't believe you went and looked up Limp Biscuit lyrics for this opening. <laughs> I'm speechless. I want to say that I did not look up Limp Biscuit lyrics for this. I used to rap Limp Biscuit at karaoke, so I knew this. <laughs> One minute you looked up Limp Biscuit lyrics, and they're applicable for this opener. Close enough. <laughs> 2020, we'll take what we can get. Well, my name is Bill, and this is We All Have an X Chromosome. We are back on target after a couple of weeks of trying to catch up with the drama. So much drama. Uh, if you want to help us out, we're on our Patreon. Uh, and actually, if you want to help us out, um, go to our website, xchromosomepodcast.com. That has links to everything, our social media, our Discord, which is actually turning into a normal-looking Discord at this time, um, and all our links to help us with Patreon, one-time donations, and things like that. Um, now that we are getting a little bit squared away, um, <clears throat> basically, we didn't want to jump on any bandwagons too early before we found out what was starting to go on. It, it was a thing. Something called it election. Was, uh, uh, sh some shit's happened. <laughs> Lots of shit. Yeah. Um, Governor DeWine seems like he's being a reasonable person, so to well, speak. Well, he's trying. Uh, at least on the national eye, he's trying, anyway. Well, I mean, he's trying not to get death threats. Um, starting, this is from November 17th, 2020, the official, gov official Governor Mike DeWine Twitter account. Um, posted at 2.13 p.m. We are issuing a curfew in Ohio that will start Thursday. This will run from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. for 21 days. We believe this will help reduce COVID-19 spread. I'm also asking each Ohioan every day to do at least one thing that reduces your contact with others. Now, my lawful evil brain, my, you know, quote-unquote Slytherin brain, says, he just said, kill people without wearing masks and I am encouraging you to eliminate them. I know that's not what he said or what he meant, but there's a part of me that wishes it was true because it would solve a lot of problems. 
<laughs> oh, I love it. Conspiracy theorist hunting season is open. <laughs> I love please it. Please don't murder people. Um, murder is wrong. But do, please, call your public health department if you see people gathering in groups more than 10. You know, normally we are very anti-narc and we're mind your saying, business. We're not saying call the police. We're saying call the health department. I mean, if it's a giant group of people being loud and rowdy and literally breaking a law, and they're mostly white, call the police. <laughs> um, but, you know, only if it's a large group of rowdy white people should you call the police. It's the only way we're sure we're not going to accidentally kill somebody black. How about um, a large per group of white people, period? Well, if they're all wearing masks and they're responsibly social distancing, they're not part of the problem. And well, as be, I have... They'd be not wearing masks and be, not being rowdy, so large groups of white people <laughs> oh i mean that's fair yeah but do call your health department do report businesses do report neighbors yeah we're normally anti-narc but this is literally a life and death matter it's yeah. like you suspect child abuse fucking report it you suspect elder abuse fucking report it you suspect domestic violence fucking report it so this is one of those cases that you fucking report yeah narc on things that are actually a danger otherwise mind your business and let people do whatever they want with themselves as some long people, as it's legal some people are saying that the curfew is pretty much worthless i um, mean massachusetts has the same exact curfew now i think see it i had a socially responsible cheese night with my aunt and our friend jane both of whom are nurses jane's in infectious disease, so really, infection control is kind of in her wheelhouse. She understands the point. The point is it's a curfew on people, not closing businesses. Will it encourage businesses to close, like, their dining rooms or the bar because they're not allowed to have people in it? People aren't supposed to be out? Yes, it will probably encourage businesses to close and thus drive people home where we want them to be but the curfew does allow people to go to and from work people to care for a loved one basically you know with the stay-at-home order allowed um plus take out food and drink so you can still go to the bar get your drinks to whatever the it's i think it's a two drink minute two drink limit buy your two drinks go the fuck home drink at home oh so you're not they're banning um actually like staying in the restaurant you do the takeout though yeah, you can do takeout, but they're closing restaurants, bars, businesses. People are supposed to be not out in public between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. in groups. Yeah, that, that's the thing that we're um, talking about, though. It's like, but still people could like, gather at the restaurants before 10 o'clock. Within the guidelines, yeah. So um, that's what's the, because in Massachusetts, we don't have any specific guidelines they haven't done anything like cutting down the um limitations again unfortunately they just have the curfew in effect uh we haven't increased the you know our 10 person gathering limit is still in force so stacking the curfew on top of the stuff okay. that's already there will allow um really what this is about is if ohio state is playing at 7 30 you know if we have a night game kickoff or they're partying after the game, mm -hmm. and it's 10 o'clock, and there's still a home a home gate, as they're calling them. Right. Party. 
and there's just a big bunch of people hanging out getting drunk, yep. you can report them and they can go to jail. It's punishable with a, I think it's a second degree misdemeanor and 90 days in jail and $750 fine. The, gov- the governor said he doesn't expect police departments to be actively enforcing it, which means they're not going to be driving around looking for people to fuck with. Right. But if you call and report someone, there are underground venues in Columbus that have not been following any of the laws. There are bars that haven't been following the rules, but nobody's reporting them. You know, we've we've called some people on their bullshit, but this curfew is really to allow the health department to figure out who's fucking up. Right. So it it's not an us thing. It it it's not a, a business thing. And allowing the businesses to stay open till ten and do takeout after that really helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, that does allow second and third shift people to find food. Right. Um and allowing it people to go to drivers and fr- do it, yeah. Yeah. And and people to go to and from work. Uh you're allowed to do that. Grocery stores and um pharmacies will still be open. You know, they can stay open later. But right. it's really a you know, anywhere fun needs to stop having fun at 10 o'clock and they can resume having fun at 5 a.m. All right. Let me ask you this question. This, yes, this is a question that my therapist has been asking me, and I just want to see what your take on it is. Um, what is the small thing that you used to be able to do that you wouldn't think about that you wish that you'll be able to do again when this is all over? The small thing. I miss it in person yoga. I miss my I miss my yoga class. I'm it, it was like just me and three or four other people, but it was every week. It was you know just like clockwork. We would go. It was a nice center and ground to my week. I also miss the regularity of seeing my aunt and Jane because we've really gotten out of sync with each other because we don't have lives that exist in a meaningful way outside of our homes. You know, Jane works from home. My aunt is retired and I'm working and redu- and cutting down on my visiting as much as possible. And, you know, we're just not operating in a space where we think, hey, we haven't looked at each other in a little bit. We should look at each other. She's my trebuchet. Well, <laughs> it was more just the, you know, sometimes we would just get together for dinner because... Mm-hmm. Or they'd be like, we want to take you to this restaurant. And I would be like, yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Because they were always really good. And they were always things I couldn't afford to do on my own. And they're like, we're going to buy food at this really nice restaurant. We're going to enjoy it. And I was like, this is great. Like, we didn't do our midwinter dinner. Right. Which was, it's a small, petty, little thing that I hadn't, that I hadn't done for years before, years before now and we'd only been doing for a little bit but i miss it see this is the this is where my stress of the whole entire covid thing goes and this is where it goes with my cabin fever um i jokingly tell everybody the truthful fact that i have a coke habit and i mean coca-cola not cocaine don't Um, you coke bill I've been told that as long as I grow my own and set my own up, that I, that's one thing. But unless I can do that, no, no cocaine for me. But um, Coca-Cola, um, sometimes I will have in my bank account five, six dollars, seven, 
which would be enough to buy a Coke. The idea of, oh, let me just walk down to the store, buy a Coke. Maybe go to CVS and get three or four Arizona teas just to stock up. Because I like those, too. But the idea that if I leave the house to go to the store, am I willing to possibly catch this thing or bring something back just because I want one Coke? Because I have enough to buy a Coke, but not to get Coke delivered. And it's frustrating because I used to like to take like a 2 a.m. walk to CVS just to take a walk, get a Coke, maybe drink on the way back home, have a nice refreshing outing and have a goal in mind and a reason to linger back. And I don't have that anymore. I mean, I could talk about my weekly D&D games. Yes, that's great. Um, I love I love my friends. I love being able to get around a table and roll dice. But it's just that little thing, just to be able to say, I don't have a ton of money, but, you know, I'm, I'm good with what I have. And I could still feel like I can give myself a small bit of satisfaction. And... and uh... That's it. It's That's the thing that I'm like, tr- I don't know if I'm getting it through to explain, like, look, for me, it's not the major things that are out there. It's just the little things. And I want people to wear their fucking masks so we could go back to some semblance of normal. Same. I would like people to also start wearing some fucking masks around here just because... You know, I would like to leave the house. I would like to wear lipstick and feel like there's a point to it. Oh, now I can wear all the lipstick I want because no one will judge me. No one will judge you anyway. <laughs> Although I don't trust you to, to, you know, pick your colors correctly. And that's what I'm talking about right there. Not the fact that I'm wearing lipstick, but what colors I'm wearing. <laughs> yep. I mean, you can't go wrong with black. <laughs> I, I couldn't wear what lipstick. I barely, I barely like lotion or anything on my skin. As I couldn't wear makeup. Uh, Weird. I swear, it's some sort of cultural conditioning that dudes get that they don't like lotion. You're not the first dude to run into that. To oh, say that, that I yeah. think it's some sort of weird cultural toxic masculinity conditioning that you're like, this feels weird. This can't be manly. No, it's like. There's facial scrubs that I could put on my face that feel fine. It's just like regular lotion. It's like, just like, ugh. It just... just, It's not manly to moisturize. It's just doesn't... I just found something that doesn't feel like it got a a slick of oil, no matter how much I rub it in on my body. I think you're using the wrong product. Probably, I probably am. I'm like saying, I just can't find anything. <laughs> so it's like, same thing with makeup, because um, when we were, when I was in high school, there are pictures that are in a yearbook somewhere of Bill dressing in drag. Um, hopefully no one ever finds them. But uh, we used okay. to do this. Legion of viewers, go find me these pictures. <laughs> um, we used to do this thing that um thinking about it now is thinking about it now it's one of us the south so it was somewhat acceptable to do this um two now that i think about it, it's transphobic as fuck but um basically we would have guys dress up as girls 
um, from our various student organizations to muck another school that was crossed out, saying that these were the real candidates for their homecoming team. Oh, uh, homecoming- God. And, Gross. Um, Bill, they- stop. Oh. Just stop talking. It sounds <laughs> really like a terrible idea. It was It was a terrible idea. But um, the thing is, is like they every time that I did this because I happened to be in like only organiz- only clubs that only girls were in for some reason. Uh, um, I they did my makeup, and I'm like, this feels horrible. How can you guys do this every day? I feel bad, not for me. Well, I feel bad for me, but I feel bad for all other women. Period. That have to go through this. <laughs> so, well, we don't have uh, to go through it. Besides the fact that society demands it oh on the subject of performing femininity to standards Mm -hmm. had a funny thing happen today i was out running errands with a patient Mm -hmm. and we ran into their neighbor on the way out of the driveway and they were talking and the neighbor with a question mark in his tone refers to me as he followed by she now i'm wearing a leather jacket and an infinity scarf and a mask and my hair is pulled back, and I'm in scrubs. So I'm in pretty shapeless clothing anyway, and I'm leaning against right. the back of a car seat. You can't see my ponytail. You can just see the way my bangs are cut and right. my eyes. I thought it was hilarious that there's something about my haircut and a leather jacket and the shape of my glasses that makes gender difficult to figure out. It just goes to show that there's no rules. No rules. You can't perform your gender badly because nobody knows what it means to do it right. (laughs) Um, So basically, one thing that we didn't really, we barely touched on and by just saying that there was an election. So Biden supposedly is the president-elect. We say only supposedly because shit might happen and if something gets undermined, we're going to have to have a revolutionary war. Um, it's highly unlikely due to the, there seems to be a GOP rebellion a little bit. Yeah. Like the more he air, the more Trump airs his gums, the less people want to follow him, at least on the political end. They're still, it's still a fucking cult. Lindsey Graham even said that Biden should get the intelligence reports. And Lindsey Graham is only good at following people. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. So, um, but with Biden being elected, we also have our first female VP elect, uh, first South Asian and African VP elect um, with Kamala Harris. Um, now, if this were the 90s, we could make a joke about checking off diversity boxes by squeezing as many as possible into one candidate. Yep. But we're not going to do that because this isn't the 90s and it's not a joke. It isn't a joke, but um, it's super important. Yeah, because and I'm, awesome. I'm looking at Twitter and people are like, "I'm being represented. I'm being represented now." Um, and there was a a feed at one point um, of just pictures of little black girls looking at Senator Harris um, and her speech for the acceptance speech stuff, and just looking at the TV with that awestruck look because she looked like them yep now people had issues with harris when she was running for uh the primary but um even with the follow-up any type of follow-up interviews that have gone through um i have no issue with her as the uh, vp elect and 
the only thing that I've had to say even remotely negative about this whole entire thing, um, unfortunately I had to say to a friend um, who was going off on the Biden be elected. And like a couple of days after the Biden was leading a couple of days after I'm like, look, bash Biden all you want. Let's wait until he's actually confirmed as the VP elect. Because if something happens, people are going to be hurt by this. And they're waiting for something bad to happen. So let's not add to it right now. Let's go through and wait. Right now, Biden is saying all the right things. But we don't but, get this transit, this transition in acting. It's going to be a hell of a ride. Yeah, let's. It's. I saw a lot of that on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. It was very much. Yeah, yeah. We none of us really wanted Biden, but you know, at least he's headed in the direction we want to go. The the idea is that he's. You're on. You're you're on your way to a destination. Biden right now is the closest bus that you get to, to get to that destination. You ride yeah, another it's... bus later, but right now he's the one that gets you closest. He's the connecting bus to get to the to the bus we want. And who we're knows? on the wrong side of town. Who knows? He might actually get us closer to where we want to go than we think. Um, another election coming up is the runoff elections for the two Georgia Senate seats. Um, I'm going to be spamming our Facebook with reminders about go that. Go fucking vote, Georgia. Please go fucking vote. This is going to be the difference between Biden getting the cabinet he wants or Biden getting his whole entire cabinet locked up behind bullshit. That's what it boils down to. Yeah, it's um, the difference between getting shit done and not getting shit done. We don't want them to force upon another Betsy DeVos. Oh, I can't wait for her bitch ass to get out of the Department of Education. I cannot wait. Oh, oh this th wait. this is all what it is. It's like we're all waiting until January twentieth because it's this is the worst. You know, like I I told somebody it was like that. Somebody the universe has said we need to talk and then ghosted. Yeah. Um. I mean, many of us want to see Trump get pulled out of the White House Kicking in handcuffs. And like a goddamn child. Right. And people want to see if he's going to try to, like, pardon himself. And I, I'm what I'm hoping is he tries to pardon himself and he's told you can't pardon yourself because technically you haven't committed any crimes. Yeah. And you can't pardon yourself for future crimes. So, are you saying you committed crimes? Or what? I, I, there's, there's some Schadenfreude. <laughs> there's, yeah, let's, let's breathe. Let's take this moment. Let's celebrate actually managing to get a thing done. Because that's fucking amazing. Um, but then, once we've navigated this worst part of an abusive relationship, the actually getting away... We decided to leave. Now we just got to get away. This is the dangerous bit. It's the scary bit, but we can do it. After that, we need to hold this next relationship accountable for what they say and what they do, because we deserve better. Um, we've posted this to Twitter. I'm going to post it to the Facebook page. Um, Vanessa, she sent us a link 
um, of the called Bye Bye Dottie, a farewell song for Trump from Australia. Um, it is hilarious. Um, There's just the um, apparently I don't even know where this came with. It's a cracked article, um, but cracked has been a source of delightful things for a while. Um, what is the VR furries is the game on the platform VR chat. But somebody um, who goes by the YouTube handle Cooper Tom rendered the iconic location of Four Seasons total landscaping and uploaded it to the game. Uh, that I, was great. <laughs> that was really. I mean, it's apparently really well done. I'm not going to get involved in any of this just to go verify things. There are links. <laughs> um, he, the Cooper Tom, who is on Twitter at, at the Cooper Tom, also plans to add the porn shop and the crematorium. <laughs> uh. He just wanted to get it up while it was still, you know, the primary part of it, while it was still revel relevant and people could enjoy it. But apparently there was a big celebration dance of furries at the virtual location because we can't all gather there in real life. That's that's the thing. When Biden won Pennsylvania, you had people dancing in the streets. Never in my life for politics have I ever seen people dance in the streets because of an election. Or yeah, the uh, the relief and outpouring of emotion was really weird. The only time I've seen an outpouring of emotion like this was inauguration day four years ago, and you know shortly after election day four years ago. But it was anger. It was pain. Mm -hmm. This is just it's a different emotion, and it's really kind of fascinating, but also kind of sad that you know. Just electing a slight, a, a, you know, vaguely left tilting, if you squint, conservative, you know, just electing that was a big enough deal to warrant jubilation. And I, I'm, I, what became of the Proud Boys marching on Philly, by the way? <laughs> I never saw a follow up to that. Did they, did they attempt to march on Philly and Philly marched right back? Cause, you know, <laughs> Philly embraced gritty. <laughs> And Gritty yeah. is, you know, I think a the coke nightmare. I think the Proud Boys look, took one look at Gritty and decided, oh, wait, never mind. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, wait, this is Philly. That's right. <laughs> Philly, no. where that little cute robot got beaten up and dismantled. Yes, because <laughs> Philly is full of mugs. Philly does not give a fuck. <laughs> Hit um, spot. The one that went across Canada. No problem. Gets, gets to Philly. Philly gets destroyed <laughs> because fuck you. That's why. Um, so much for the city of brotherly love. The the thing about just the it all coming down to Philadelphia and Philadelphia really embodying this new um this true American experience experience of fuck you. No, and we're not putting up with your shit. As wrestling fans would say, ECW, ECW. <laughs> but just that energy is kind of neat because there isn't a lot that in, in America that embodies the truth, the hard scrabble. We have to build it ourselves. We have to do it ourselves. Rich people suck. The system sucks. Blue collar working class energy. 
Um, you know, it's it's been lost. I'm not surprised it's moved to the Rust Belt because we've had to rebuild from everything sucking since the 80s. Um, but it's it's interesting that that's where everything came down. Like the the embracing of Philly culture and Philly's idiom is how we're going to move into this next phase of being America. And it's kick you in the teeth if we have to, but we're going to get what we want to get done. And so many stories of people saying, we're sorry that we voted for Trump the first time. Yeah, that's Uh, been very satisfying. The, The people who have managed to break free from the cult and can say, yeah, yeah, we fucked up. We really my, fucked up. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I am so sorry. And just, it's all been so fascinating. I'm very tired of living in interesting times. Damn. I'm very tired. But, I mean, these are the same interesting times in which Michigan gets fucking annihilated at home by Wisconsin. And, you know, I, it's not all horrible. Uh, but do sports really count right now? It's, it's all we've got, man. <sighs> I mean, until we can actually step in and start getting shit done, at least there's football. Yeah, they were there's with a lot of new state guidelines. They were talking about um, football and other sports and things like that. Um, because I pay attention to the state of New Jersey because my teams rephrase. I read a um, New Jersey website because my teams are New York-based teams, um, the Mets and the Giants. But they were talking about the because the Giants and the Jets play in New Jersey. They are talking about the um, they shut down a lot of the um, gathering information, which includes a lot about sports and high school sports and things like that. And the governor's like, look. I'm not happy about this either. I'm not going to be able to see my own kids' events because of these guidelines. Because you're going to have the teams, you're going to have the coaches, you're going to have the people that have to run the place, and there's going to maybe be room for one or two spectators, and that's probably not going to be me because of the limitations that are available to things. So I'm not happy. No one's happy. Um, I mean, I'm happy. Ohio State's winning, Michigan's losing, Jim Harbaugh's job is on the line. What more can I ask for out of 2020 <laughs> um, as a sports fan? Be able to go to the games without worrying about getting Corona? I mean, yeah. <laughs> but barring being able to actually be there to watch them get ruined <laughs> at, the end of the, at the end of the Big Ten season, um, you know, and watch Jim Harbaugh's career literally die over the course of an hour. You know, his last hopes of maintaining his job in uh, Ann Arbor just collapse and watch that meltdown live and in person. Outside of that, this is as good as it gets. My quarterback's putting up goddamn video game stats. You follow no football, you need to know how good Justin Fields is. Oh my god. Um, my patients are all healthy. We had it. We had a scare, but things are okay, and we're both being careful. To make sure that we continue to be safe, um, you know, there's been some patient stresses because old people have problems. But overall, things haven't been as shitty as they could have been. It's, let's say we we struck a blow for the republic. We 
have someone with a goddamn plan. We just need to all live long enough to get to the guy with the plan so we can truly get this under control. Right. And right now, I would say that everything comes down to the uh, GSA office and Aaron Murphy, uh, Emily Murphy. Um, I mean, everybody just write the GSA office and be like, be an adult, do your job, sign the paper. Based on what I've been reading, um, literally after the election on the 3rd, she outreached to the um, GSA office official who was in charge during the 2000 election um, mm. to see what they wound up doing. Um, and they basically waited until the Supreme Court said, no, no more recounts. It's done. Um, so she may literally be holding out until the court challenges are through. Or um, are dropped. But they're getting thrown out left and right. Left and, if and she's, right. If she is if she is doing the same, if she is following precedent, I ain't going to be mad. Because mm -hmm. then she's not being an asshole. She's, you know, this is a set precedent. This is how we handle a dicey situation. We're just going to cross our cross our T's, dot our I's. Once we're sure that's done, then I'll put my name on the paper and move on. But the fact that she has reached out to somebody who has been over some of this ground before makes me think that she's on the side of reasonable, yeah. reasonable and, you know, formal, peaceful transition. Basically, from the what everybody says, she's political, but she's not a flunky, which is good, I guess. Um, she's, I mean, the strict constitutionalist on the Supreme Court is really a double-edged sword right now. Yeah. Um, like, you have no idea. So Because, you know, well, the Constitution says this, and we did all these things, and we didn't find a problem, so fuck you. In theory, that it could boil down to him... And McConnell rushing things and being so eager to rush things that they set up their own chance to get fucked over. I'll be interested to see who retires, because that's, we might get that. And that's another reason why we need Georgia, because of retirees. Um, we need to force all the hands that we need to force. So if you're listening and you're in Georgia, make sure you do what you need to do to register for your runoff. Make sure you vote in your runoff. Um, we need to make it 50-50 and let Harris be the deciding vote mm -hmm. until we get things pushed over. It might not help with legislation. We might have to actually do more to get more Republicans to cross over. But when it comes down to the major things like the Supreme Court, um, yeah. we need it to be as close as possible because there are some Republicans who know Biden and have known him for a long time. Here's the thing that people didn't realize, you know, who voted for Trump thinking, yeah, politicians are bad. Long-term long-term politicians are bad. No. The system is designed to work on relationships that are built over time. Oh, even Biden and McConnell have worked well with each other. Um so, stories have been coming out that when Obama was president, Biden did a lot of the negotiations with McConnell because McConnell couldn't stand Obama. And Biden worked with O'Connell, McConnell, and worked between as a go-between between the end of Obama. So and worked it out. 
So Biden has the connections to move Republicans on his own if he needs to negotiate for something. He can appeal to them on it. Mitch, we've had dinner together how many times? That kind of level. And that's why we need career politicians. We just need to make it easier to become one. And he need and Biden's not going to be doing policy for photo ops. No, he's not going to get meetings together with people just to point fingers and take pictures. walk out and huff and things like that. Um, he's going to work through and try to get things done. Um, look, if you want to try to make Biden a one-term Democratic uh, votes, but also a Democratic primary next year. Go ahead and try. But also, I'm going to say, if Biden's doing his hardest and his damnedest to try to get everything working right, and he's moving in the right direction, I'm going to have a hard time trying to replace that if he's actually making progress. Yes, if we're getting shit done, we need to keep the forward momentum. Yes. So let's not look at, but though let's not look into four years. Let's look into January with Georgia and helping. Let's Biden. look into four days. <laughs> oh yeah, um, that this is another thing that bugs me. Um, Trump did pay to get recounts done in two uh, Wisconsin counties that Biden is so far ahead in. It's like he's just spending the money just to delay things. Yeah, um, he's being a fucking baby. Yeah, I'm so tired. Um that's what your money is going to folks. If you're putting into, Oh, that, did you hear about that? Um, the money that you might be donating to all these investigations and lawsuits might not be even going there. They might be going directly to the Trump administration or to the DOP just to do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're shady, shady, um, but we knew that. But you want to know what another thing I've learned about the selection is? What? Um, Money doesn't mean shit when it comes down to winning. Yeah. If we band together, we can kick some serious ass. As but, the Founding Fathers said, we need to hang together or we'll all hang separately. Because Lindsey Graham's opponent outraised him. McConnell's opponent outraised him. We still got Lindsey Graham and McConnell. So I'm not saying don't put money toward your favorite candidate. Just realize that unless they know what they're doing with the said money, it's not going to matter. So don't trust polling and yeah. realize that money might not turn the tide of it. But money alone isn't going to solve the problem. We can't just throw money at it. We got to get out there. We got to boots on the ground. We got a door knock. We got a. Um, there's an amazing documentary on Stacey Abrams coming out super soon. I think it's on Hulu or some streaming platform but it's she's the example of what we all need to be doing again we don't deserve black women thank you black women for existing and doing all this work to save yourselves um i will humbly accept the side effects of your amazingness and that is saving everybody else you we know me. you're acting out of self-interest you're not saving the country because you love the rest of us you're fighting for your life and every battle you win makes all of us better. Um, black women are the rising tide that lifts all shift, ships. We need to support them. We need to amplify them. We need to follow their lead. They know how to get shit done. He's the reason why Georgia is blue right now. That's She's a goddamn superhero. So um, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about before we head out? 
um, I would ramble about football, um, <laughs> but nobody is paying to listen to me goob about football. Um, what else have I? I've, I've been watching a lot of like unfiction and creepy pasta YouTube videos. Right. That's a fucking terrifying rabbit hole. It's been really interesting. Um, I'm going to shout out to Rainbot, who doesn't know I listen to her, who I watch her channel until now. Um, but she's done some really interesting breakdowns. Um, and a thing I saw interesting recently in one of my weekend, I need something in the background, just YouTube coughs up videos, um, was a discussion of a channel called Daisy Brown. Okay. Um, it's sort of a, it's a vlog format, um, but it was, it's incredible. You should go watch this channel. Um, warning, there's lots of trigger warnings that should be applied. I can't even remember them all. Um, I have, I can't watch things like unfiction. Um, it's just, there's something about the genre that if I watch like Petscop or any of these, or Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, or Salad Fingers, if I watch them directly, that's too close. Right. And to protect myself against things that might be very triggering to me, I watch people talk about it. Right. Which is good, because if I, th I think if I actually watched, you know, Pat Scott blind and went into it not knowing all of the different theories and the deconstruction of it, I would be extremely traumatized, and I know I can't watch Daisy Brown. Right. Um, straight up. Because it was traumatic enough just watching clips that were being discussed. I couldn't sit with a whole episode. But the bits I saw were amazing. Um, it's a really interesting, layered story. A lot of work went into it. So, And it's there's a lot of... Um, it's very domestic horror, which is a really interesting genre. And it's a genre... It's, it's a female space genre, almost. Right. Because it's fear of things in the home so it's it, it's a very intimate form of horror it's it's hard to sit with but it really makes you sit and think and right. this specific one deals with a lot of interesting topics um it, you know there's there's you know possibly themes of coming out possibly themes of gender identity and sexual identity and um being isolated in a family um just i Go watch it, and then go watch Rainbot, um, talk about it, and then go watch Nightmind, talk about it because they're two different perspectives. And um, Rainbot's video came out before Nightmind's, and I have to watch, you know, both of them. But I blundered across Nightmind's, and just there's so much amazing creator content out there that's not just people talking about. Um, you know, Twitch streaming. Go find weird original content and support them. Support people who write really good creepypastas. Or you can support people that run actual D&D &D podcasts. <laughs> or or you could support your your lo your friendly neighborhood podcaster who's, you know, <laughs> gushing about these other creators. <laughs> um the other gush I could do is Jensen and Holes has pretty much done back to back on they did a series for Stitcher Premium on um, they called them the Winter Distractions, but two different cases, two different episodes. Well, it's going to be three because the second one's two-parter. 
second one's on the um is talking to True Crime Garage, who's based in Columbus, <gasps> local people, um, about the the disappearance of Brian Schaefer. And if you want to hear me goob about my theories on that after I listen to the second episode of second part of this winter distraction, you know, maybe that can be a for Patreon thing. Let us know. Um just let's do the for Patreon thing and throw it up there, see what happens. <laughs> do you want to listen to her talk about true crime, local true crime? Because <laughs> you know, I can say some things, things about Columbus PD and campus partners, who's somehow I didn't know they were in the mix, but I'm not surprised. Based on things that have happened, I'm not surprised, and you know, just. If you if people are super interested in that, whether for Patreon or not, if they're interested enough that it's, you know, content worth generating, maybe I'll add it to my personal Patreon and Bill can still help me. Um, <laughs> but there can be the true crime nerd track on my on my on personal my... Patreon. So we're not getting too far away <laughs> from feminist oriented <laughs> stuff on um... this one. We're trying to. St- Yes, we have ADHD, but we really are trying to focus. We are, and that's why we're trying to get all this this junk out on this podcast. Oh, God, so there's get... so much. This is sort of a, a palate cleanser reset because we all need to catch our breath. The real work is ahead of us. Um, so... We still don't have justice for Breonna Taylor. We still don't have justice for George Floyd. Um, that Did that horrible person who delayed um, justice for Ahmed get fucking dealt with? I do not know. I'll have to look. That we'll up have to look that up. You know, so, we've, but we wanted to let you know we haven't forgotten about you, and we are still working. I'm still trying to read gender in the brain. Um, um I'm, I'm no dense. longer taking my philosophy course, so I'm done with that. <laughs> I've um, also taken a hiatus from Facebook, and it's not on my phone anymore. So that's why I have not. Well, it's a partial hiatus because I'm still on there. I'm just not as much. So that's why there's the Facebook page may have died down a little because the rage machine was amped up too high and I was starting to do self-destructive anxiety things. Uh, we need to go through and get ourselves a Facebook rage maker. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, so... A bot that gathers, a spider that gathers all of the things that make feminists angry. See, that's or the just, thing. You were the one that was focusing on the rage on Facebook. I focused the rage on Twitter. See, one of the cool things about our Discord server is that if you don't have Twitter, um, we get all the tweets on our Discord that I post. So everybody, It's a really neat feature. If you just want to see what sort of stuff we're doing, um, follow us on Twitter. Um, we do have a Facebook page. Leave us a review there. Leave us a review on Everywhere. Apple on the podcast platform of your choice. Um, write us, let us know more of what you want, especially after this year because everything is insane. Season three will be better because we should have less anger and be able to get into more cool topics. I want to bring up one palate cleanser that's not related to me in particular. Okay. Um, if you are on Twitter, you need to go to Cat Vibes TO. So Cat Vibes 2. Um, it's the newest meme of this white cat that it's bobbing its head like it's bobbing its head along to music. Mm-hmm. And 
a guy has gone through or gal or other they don't they don't say what they are um to various music and other things so you watch the cat vibe along to like the final countdown um and bohemian rhapsody and the pokemon theme and things like that um, if you if you don't know this cat you might have stumbled upon it when you saw the meme of every dad when they enter home depot <laughs> it's that cat um oh. it's the cutest thing in the world um it's just the same cat doing over and over different music but i laugh every time and every time i think that they can't top it they do <laughs> um like they went through and got did it to the numa numa guy and then oh, i was no. like no <laughs> yeah they even like did a little pause because the thing doesn't have pause too so i was like oh my god i can't believe that then they topped it with other things I'm like what what no but yes um also i have been running a D podcast it's on the server um it's people have been enjoying it so thank you that's called um distilled magic dr uh drag uh, dungeons and drinking and maybe dragons um that is recorded on the same server on Monday nights. Um, so you're somehow there's on. no kink involved, even though it's Dungeons and Drinking, and there should really be some <laughs> kink and some safe words. Just saying. <laughs> well, it we, sounds yeah. it, it sounds like it should be a kinkster podcast, but no, it's just nerds and dice. Well, we um, do uh, talk about what we're drinking during the podcast, and unlike other actual play podcasts, I'm like fuck it, curse. <laughs> <laughs> um we'll have We're to stop get monetized on youtube let's let's not lie uh -huh. um oh by the way there is a youtube channel the videos are really boring but if you want to help us out there just click the playlist click play go to the channel like subscribe like all the videos click play all and walk away walk away all right so you don't have to listen to us you just run it in the background so that being said, we're going to go through and wrap this up because now that we've gotten our pal plans for now, we'll be back in two weeks. We will try to figure out what we're going to focus on. We will have our shit there. together. Well, more together in two weeks. We will also know more about the State of the Union in two weeks because uh, we'll be getting into that December deadline for the votes to be certified and yep. submitted by the Electoral College. Maybe that's what we'll do. We'll do just a rundown of this is how the Electoral College works, where it comes from, and why it's racist. Who knows? The pros and cons of the whole entire deal, too. So It's mostly cons at this point. It's mostly cons, but I, I want to bring up only one. I don't only want to bring up one point about the whole thing that's even remote pro, to be quite honest. Um, and that's very remote. That being said, my name is Bill. And I'm Noel. And we all have an X chromosome. To defend humanity's right to exist. No matter what the machines believe, we belong here. At this place. At this time. And with that, I present this revolutionary love letter to those who came before. Let's go. They call me Speed Rider. But never no heat hider. But I'm digital. Fighting wars no one's hit to. Matrix division network system point two. Between the viral agents flagrant, engaged, most basic of state to take, undertake, making model which coddle the nature of humanity, basic profanities into the insanity that's branded me. Give it up with the reloaded messaging. 
see the skies. The sun shines down on our faces. Before descending into hell's traces, we can't replace this. EMP's ready to be unleashed. Nebuchadnezzar, slipstreaming like a beast. Oracles architecting a congregated feast. String them up like a martyr and will no peace. Plot of pointers, don't see the message. Too busy, look at the cameras, judgmental dresses. The siblings cry to what could only be an epic, but this won't be recorded, cause they hands back it. No matter European, machines pouring in. Guns blazing, Zion needs saving. Humanity crazy. On us, we can blame it. Life on two, babies wasted. Human embryos in a slave ship. In a slave ship. But down to the words, their bones, their purpose. Lift up the human spirit, the soul. It's worth it. I think they getting bloated, they gassed and they show it, well time to get reloaded More Sonic than Neo and me and Alpha come and take this And make this so colorful, you think this was Animatrix When you hear this style, yeah, you best go ahead and take a whip Because once we're done, you feel more blending than Agent Smith Business by day, hacker by night, party mullet time Slow it down before you stop Tried to take it, the world was fakeish. Back in time, the machines had made this. Even if the world could get no faker, we got a crew Morpheus, Trinity, and the Keymaker. Never fail to neglect through all the fun. There will always be a chosen one. If you got a high rank diploma, I'll disable you even if I fall into a coma. 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 